0: Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week they will share practical business tips that they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Welcome back, everybody. On today's episode, we have Sam from The Pop Loft on the podcast to talk about starting her small business. Sam just launched her business last August. So she actually found our podcast a few weeks into starting her business. And she was super excited to find us. We have been interacting with her on Instagram for a while now. And it was so great to have her on and talk through all the startups and what that's looked like, where her business is at now, just less than a year later. Um, Sam is a business major from school. And so we do ask her about what that looks like, if she uses any of what she learned in college, or if she's kind of flying by the seat of her pants. So um, you will love this episode if you are starting out. Um, It's great to hear kind of those hiccups in the beginning, but let's be real, the hiccups carry on all the way through many years. Um, And you will also be able to Um, hear what it's like. She still has a full-time job as well as her business. So if you are in any of those boats, you are going to love this episode. We fully enjoyed talking to Sam. We appreciate her coming on. We reached out to everybody on Instagram who follows us and said, is there anybody brand new that would be willing to come on and chat? And so Sam jumped at that. So we were so excited to have her on. If you would like to look up Sam's Instagram for her business, it is at the Pop Loft and go ahead and give her a follow. Look at her amazing um, creations that she makes and we are excited for you to hear all that she has to say. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Small Business Sisters. I am Jenny, and we're so excited to be here with you today. And we have a special guest, Sam Majors from the Pop Loft, and she is going to tell us all about starting her business. And the exciting part is Sam's business was born kind of when Small Business Sisters was born. And so it's been so fun to connect with her via Instagram by her listening to our episodes and starting her business. So that's been such a cool story. And she's already moving into a brick and mortar location. So we're going to ask her about that too. Um, But welcome, Sam. We're so glad you're here. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. And the greatest thing is that Sam showed up on the, our in our interview, our podcast interview <laughs> at a pocket. Tee, and I told her I was gonna start making that as a requirement for people that we have on the podcast. So yes, it's, it's super so fun to have you on. I know, right? It's just perfect. Um, it's so excited to have you on, and we—I think we reached out on Instagram. Well, first of all, you're very interactive with us and in, on Instagram. Yes, so thank you. We that- love when people are interactive with <laughs> we us. We do. We do. <laughs> Um, but besides that, I think one time in our stories we said like, "Hey, is anybody like a brand new business that we can that would come on and like be able to ask almost live questions and all that stuff?" And you were like, "I will." <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm thank terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you awesome. scared, right? <laughs> I, everything is scary, but this is this is fun. This is fun. Um. So let's just get started by you telling people like. We already introduced what your business is, but how did this even become, like, was it a dream first? Like, what kind of all fell into place for you to open? Sure. And tell us about the Pop Loft, because yeah. people might not know what that is. Um,
1: <laughs> so um, my business, I create balloon creations so pop is the balloon part of that um and I guess loft too but um I started um my daughter turned three in August and her uh, my, my niece turned six so we had our first like um combo birthday party for the two of them. Their birthdays are 4 days apart and I was talking to my sister-in-law and was like, you know, we're it's going to be at our house. Like I think I can, you know, I have time to put together all of these um, you know, kind of balloon creations. I made these big mosaic balloon filled numbers, a 3 and a 6 um for the girls' ages. Um and um, we had that and then we had like a little like garland, which was, I guess my first garland that I've, that I ever put together and it was mediocre at best, but I mean, good for like, you know, the first time that you're, you know, trying to work with balloons, which are like really hard. And there's a million different methods right. that you can yes. do, um, so I did all of that stuff for the party, the party went fine. Um, and actually a co worker of mine at my full time job, um, her son turned two in September. So she asked if I would make her a mosaic balloon filled two and they're they're big, they're like five feet tall. And so I did and then she she posted about it um, on Facebook, and then I it just kind of took off from there. I got orders after orders, and um, it's just kind of grown into this, um, I don't know, this amazing thing that I now have, like, I'm in that weird position where I don't know... Like it's a lot a lot of work, and I'm doing all of it after my full-time job, which I'm sure everybody mm-hmm. can relate to at some point in their life. um and so now I'm just like, how do I transition into kind of doing this full time? Yeah, what do you do
0: as your full- time job?
1: Um, I am a real estate assistant at a law office, <laughs> so not a very okay. i mean I'm, i i'm I enjoy my job a lot um my. Efficiency part of my brain is very like fulfilled in that. Um, but I never really felt like I could be very creative. Um, and like growing up, like we were always a creative family. My mom always, you know, made wreaths and like, you know, we would do all of these crafts and all of this stuff. But like, I can't draw, I can't paint, (laughs) like, I can paint a wall, but like, I can't, you know, like creatively paint. But being able to, um, make pretty things out of balloons where I don't actually have to like make the balloon I just have to like put it together in a pretty way like allows me to have that creative outlet and I just really really love it more than I ever thought I
0: would. I What I love about your story and I think so many um, artists and makers can relate is you kind of set out to do something because you didn't set out to do it as a business, right? You just wanted no. to for your daughter's and niece's birthday party. Yeah. And that's similar to my story. Like I just wanted to create things for my house and something that gives us joy, but then people really love it. And I think we can assume th- that because we love it and love to make it, everybody, well, everybody can just make it for themselves, but people don't want to always make everything right, for themselves. Yeah. So then like when people jump on and are like, oh, will you do that for me? Well, I'll pay you to do that for me. Then this business like is born and starts rolling. And I think that's just such a good thing to pay attention to, to in all our lives and everyone's listening is like things that really give you life and joy don't assume that gives everybody joy because that could be something that a service you could offer to people mm-hmm. and I love that and I love mm-hmm. that you love to do it well and the like you think of and I like I'm envisioning what you do because we follow you on Facebook or, or on Instagram so did you see F- Facebook I know <laughs> Facebook <So Facebooks. laughs> on the Facebook.com <laughs> I promise I know what I'm doing with social media. Um, no, <laughs> I meant on Instagram, but I said Facebook. It was a whole thing. But we all you on Instagram and you do. The balloon creations are amazing. And I, what I think is cool is like who knew there's a market for that? I mean, duh, birthday parties happen all the time. And one area the parents spend a lot of money is their kids' birthday parties or if there's a baby shower, a bachelorette, like whatever it is, like people love balloons and let me tell you, I've tried to get those balloon arches off of Amazon and it is such a headache. Like, no, I will pay somebody to do it because I don't enjoy that. <laughs> yes, um, I cannot agree with that. I did that a major fail. So, I, Sam, yes. you can help Sam, me out next time. Sam, sure. it is. <laughs> um, but, like, for anything, like, for instance, we just did our big boutique crawl and I'm thinking, like, having hot because I just saw you put letters with balloons up. I'm like, we could have had hop like in really cool balloons. That's so cool. And so I love that like, you didn't even really know there was a market for that. And it just kind of fell in into place.
1: I follow a lot of people like a lot of um, balloon artists in bigger cities, like on Instagram and stuff. And like, I love looking at what they're doing. Like obviously where I'm at, I you know, the pricing is so different where, where I am compared right. to like somebody in Houston or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I love like looking at all of that stuff and just like you get inspiration from people like that mm-hmm. and like people who have been in it for so much, you know, longer, or like maybe not even that long, that much longer, but like have had more experience and all of that. And I just, I love it, but I also like that I can kind of, um, I. um Guess kind of have these ideas of like, okay, well, I have these letters I have to fill, for example, um, for a post-prom, actually, for this weekend. Um, and we're spelling out neon moon because that's the theme of the post-prom. Ah. So we're spelling out neon moon. And I was like, you know, I could fill these the same way that I filled them for... um you know, for like birthday parties and stuff where they're just like a fun mix. But for this, I really, we'll see how it works out. You can look on my Instagram after Saturday, but I wanted to try to fill them in a way that it looked like neon letters, like, like actual Mm. like a neon sign. So like there's like black and the color in there with it. And I'm hoping I have them in like a very like early stage, but I'm hoping that they turn out how it's looking in my head. But, Mm -hmm. um, I just, I don't know. I don't remember what my point was, but I, <laughs> I just, I love that I can kind of play around with those things and all of my clients trust me enough to say like, yeah, this is the vibe,
0: like just do it,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: And in such a short time too, you've built that trust of your like portfolio. I mean, cause if you go to Sam's Instagram, like you have a full portfolio already and it's been, I don't know, seven months. Yeah. Once. And so that's really, really cool. I mean, I I would trust you for sure. But let's go back. You talked about pricing for a second. <laughs> yeah. I want to know that very first. So you did yours for your birthday, and then you had a friend ask you to do the yours. How did you figure out pricing? And looking back, did you charge too much or too little? It's actually
1: about on par for what I currently charge for that size, believe it or not. Um the one thing, so for a five-foot Tall, they're five feet tall, and then however wide like the number is, um, is like my normal size. I call them mosaics. Um, I charge $135 for that. Um, but if they return the form to me after their event in condition where I can refill it for a different party, then I refund them that $35. And I didn't do that initially just because I was like, I don't know how well they're gonna hold up. I didn't really have. Mm -hmm like the ideal materials like I was using a tiny little glue gun you know the little mini ones and I was just like you know pumping away and like getting the glue on there and it like so it was a little bit flimsier than like the ones that I make now which I make with like a full-size glue gun and like really big sticks of glue and it like it allows for better adhesion that way Mm -hmm. um so like I was kind of skeptical I guess at like how well that form would hold up so I was just like mm-hmm. we'll do a hundred dollars like that's fine and um I mean my coworker, she was like absolutely like that sounds great and so like relatively speaking that's about what I charge now you know as long as they get that form back to me in like good shape then mm-hmm. um you know it's still the hundred dollars but um it's at least Putting the responsibility on them for them to like take care of it. Or if they want to keep it. it, then they just, you know, keep it. And I mean, I've gotten a form back, I think like two weeks later from somebody as, and it was in good condition. And so I, you know, I refunded them that money and I've used that form since then. So like everybody knows, my clients know that like these forms aren't necessarily brand new, but like if they meet my quality standards, then I'm able to, you know, reuse them for other projects. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that's kind of nice that you have created a business model that you don't necessarily have to reinvest the whole thing into materials cuz you can reuse that form. So, I mean, obviously like the balloons um but so how did you figure out are you charging for your time then in that $100 or how did you decide to
1: Yeah, so that? it's about I think it's about a third of um, like materials and then like two thirds is like my time and profit essentially is that's, how that that is out. really
0: good like most yeah. of us starting out don't have that down pat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, a business major so i guess i have that going <gasps> okay for so me, that's <laughs> helpful yeah so you're this is why you're so ahead of the game because you have some back knowledge of this we jenny and i did not have that <laughs> mm-hmm. and so that, that's why we created the podcast because we we're like we had to figure all this out we had no idea
1: well, um, but I feel like I've learned so much. Sorry to cut you off. I feel like no, I've learned you're so much, like, from all of these back episodes, even. Like, I listened back through, like, two of them today while I was working because I was like, oh, I forget what they said about this, or I forgot what they said about <laughs> that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, there's so much good information. Like, I oh, just that makes so appreciate so it. so happy.
0: <laughs> yes. But you need to, like, seep some of your knowledge into this episode for us. <laughs> yes, people. yes, for everybody. So, okay, so the Pop Loft started in August. August and Uh you were creating for oh go ahead are you gonna ask because I know well I know you're gonna move on to the brick and mortar yeah but I want to ask like right now because you there are a lot of people listening who still have their full-time job and they're working their business uh I say on the side but let's be real you're doing both probably 24 7 mixed yeah it's a lot mixed with real mixed with your actual life um when do you actually fill orders in on my lunch
1: hour and in the evenings and on the Mm -hmm. weekends so Mm -hmm. like uh, there's a certain threshold of like how many days I can fill like inflate balloons ahead of time so like on Saturday I have this post prom in the evening I'm starting to inflate at least my foils today like that's what I was doing when you and we came on and I was like shoving everything out of my room because I just have a massive bag of like foil balloons inflated. Oh, you but- could have kept them in.
0: So <laughs> well then it my been a beautiful have to be backdrop. Open. It would have been a free <laughs> balloon backdrop for our podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so I fill or, like if I um am filling mosaics. I can do those a couple days ahead of time. Um, I typically do that like on my lunch hour or like after my kids go to bed um, or like during the day on the weekends. But with everything being in my house, it's convenient, but also it's taking over. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I have forms and balloons like everywhere.
0: And my husband's
1: like, yeah, could we not? (laughs) Yeah,
0: that is that is a hard place to be when your business is growing so you're so grateful but you're like not quite at the place to move it all out but it's just mm-hmm. everywhere and then like mm-hmm. it's hard to separate home and business life that's yes. hard yes. when yeah. when I first started beautiful chaos we had I had it in my bedroom there was like the only place where it was. I had all my machines, like all my machines, in my bedroom. And I remember sewing really late at night, and Tyler like putting pillows over his head because my stuff isn't my stuff isn't quiet. Like it's not like I'm sitting there pouring or or you know gluing balloons. Like my stuff is loud, and so I remember him being like, "We have to move. <laughs> we can't up here." So even just moving to like a home office. I mean, I have most of my stuff up at my shop now, so that I do most of it there. But um, this is a a great seg- segue into your brick and mortar. So this is interesting to me that you're getting a brick and mortar before quitting your full-time job. So help us understand like how, <laughs> how you, I'm not saying it's wrong at all. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I am like, oh my goodness, you're superhuman. But tell us how the brick and mortar came about and then how that's going to work with a job
1: so I think it was largely driven by the fact that my husband wanted everything out of our house and I say that (laughs) lovingly but it's literally like it's just everywhere you know like I have forums all over I have balloons all over um and he was like we have to find you a place well um there is there was a house on the market um in our town um that was like a over a hundred year old house, kind of similar, um, to Jenny's situation. Um, but it's this mass, just this big house and it's two stories. And I was like, I don't really need two stories for what I'm going to do. Um, but my, um, my sister-in-law runs a photography business. So she's been kind of tossing around doing a studio space. Um, so, and we've, we've been looking for something to kind of invest in like the four of us for a while. There's been a couple different options, um, you know, just being talked about my husband's a big idea guy. So he, he really like just constantly has those kinds of things going through his head, um, And we saw this house and we had originally looked at it um, back in the summer to see if maybe doing like an Airbnb or something, but the location wasn't great. The price wasn't really right. And so um, we kind of went away from that. But it was weirdly enough, being a residential house, it's zoned commercial in our town, um, which you can live in obviously a commercial house, building, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But we revisited it um, to put the retail space in for me and what we decided on is that we were going to do um the pop loft in the bottom floor and then my sister-in-law is going to have full of the top floor so we're kind of splitting that um we're it's definitely a okay fixer-upper. this makes so much
0: sense <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> makes so much sense I think this is yes keep going this is amazing <laughs> So it's um it's
1: definitely a fixer upper. Like last night, I was my husband and I and my kids were in there, um, like tearing out carpet in the first floor because it's got like you know retro seventies gross carpet, very well laid. I had to use my muscles, yeah, but good. I had to ri- you know we were ripping out carpet, and it's got like beautiful old hardwood floors that I can refinish. And so like it's definitely a work in progress. Like we are going to try to get it into a place where I can move into it soon, but I, it's probably going to be a couple months. So, Mm -hmm. and like my, I guess going back to like my full-time job, um, I am currently working in my full-time job still. Um, My employer is incredibly gracious and kind and like understands all of this. And so, um, you know, a couple months down the road, I think, is probably when that transition is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it's, you know, we're just kind of, like, as we have time, we're getting it in shape to be a retail space and, like, a workshop kind of space. For yeah. Me. Okay,
0: That's really things. cool. <laughs> Number one, I think this is just such a great example of how thinking outside the box in, like, partnerships and joining with somebody else for Mm -hmm. your next right step because sometimes I think we can get caught up in like, it has to be our thing and our Mm -hmm. shop, but yeah, you can, you can get to the next step by joining with someone else that has very similar target customers as you Mm -hmm. or like a similar, I mean, sister-in-law works perfectly and photography Mm -hmm. and balloon art. Like that makes so much sense for Mm -hmm. uh, parties and things like that. So I think that's awesome. And then, thing too, which doesn't really have anything to do with anything. But Sam and her husband and her brother-in-law and sister-in-law are like a huge bundle of fun. They came into the mercantile one day because you were picking something up for your new place. Um, like near me because we don't live near you live in your are like like
1: an hour and a half in this state
0: but not near so it was so fun to meet all you and the husbands okay so the husbands are brothers right correct yeah Yeah. okay which I love that that you're so (laughs) close with your sister-in-law that's like the brothers are the husbands anyway. <laughs> like, Not the husbands, uh, the, br- the, br- the husbands are yeah, the brothers. Oh yeah, the, oh, the husbands brothers. are the brothers. Um. But they, yeah, the husbands were like picking candle scents and cleaner scents and like having me make it for them. And I was like, this is fantastic. So I can I tell that. the energy- that you all will bring to this place, like that makes mm. such a big difference. And so, yeah, and then
1: throw in I four think you'll wild be so s-
0: successful. And, and <laughs> you got <gather> a, <laughs> a party. That's right. <laughs> the, I mean, the party destination. For- okay, so I am excited for you because I feel like you're not even to the time of year where you're really going to hit your niche. I think graduations are going to be like the thing because photo drops are. Like, I mean, I'm millennial and we're all about photo drops, but uh, <laughs> photo backdrops. But Gen Z is like another <laughs> level of like, they're going to all why. And like, I think of Trevor, Jenny's son. Um, he doesn't like pictures, but I do know he likes his <laughs> friends. And like, I feel like a balloon mosaic is like simple enough for for a boy like Trevor, um, who wouldn't want like, you know, a floral wall or like whatever. And it's like going to be... So like that's even a mold that kind of can be passed around to graduation party and like where you just (laughs) have to. Well, you know what she was saying? The mold. Yeah. No, I know. The (laughs) the form, right? The form. (laughs) But I like mold. (laughs) (laughs) Where like you can just go fill it for everybody. Like that's going to take away from your cost. Like I just think like you haven't even, like it's just so crazy that it's been seven months and I don't even think you've hit like the potential of what you're actually going to do, which is really cool.
1: Well, and like one thing that my husband and I um, have been talking about is that like the only advertising that I've really been doing is like, Instagram and Facebook and like word of mouth, right? Like mm-hmm. classic old timey
0: with a twist. But yeah, which is sometimes like, like the best way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like
1: I think once this gets to be, cause I feel like at this point I'm kind of at a threshold of like I'm maxing out every week, every weekend, whatever with like how much mm-hmm. I can do. But once I'm able to, you know, fill orders during the day and like, you know, do all of that stuff out of the shop mm-hmm. then i think that there's definitely room to do more advertising and therefore you know hopefully get more orders in you know, more surrounding te- you know people who wouldn't have normally found me, I guess is right, my, you know, and you're
0: you're being very I can tell you're very careful about not scaling too much where then you are spent, like one, your joy is spent, but two, you don't have time for that right now. Um, and so I think like you're just going at such a good level where it's not like you know, what if you were doing too much advertising, I feel like maybe it would be hard to fill those orders um. Definitely. Because you don't have that many hours in the day, So right. I think you're being really smart. Like yeah, I, I think I think this is and good. it's such a good like that's how it should be. We should our business should grow with us, not like our business controlling us and making the decisions. and you're doing a really good job of that. And like well, thank it, you, taking it at what you're ready for for your business and not just mm-hmm. you know, saying yes too much and then floundering <laughs> in the process. <laughs> Okay, so I want to know, because you have your your business degree, so you probably, you know, like, I feel like with any sort of degree, you learn all of the things. It's almost like uh, when you have a baby, right? Like you learn all of the things, but then you're actually thrown in and you have to learn things on a, you're like, wait, this isn't according to the book. Like, so I feel like maybe that is a little piece of business. Like, you know all the things, but then actually doing it, Might be a little bit different. So, going into it, you had all the head knowledge, but what was your biggest like shock? And either like you can do a good shock and then maybe like a really, really hard shock that you've had to work through.
1: Um, a good shock? Ooh, no, let me do the hard shock first. Um, this is a good I think question. The hard. Yeah, I don't know what the good shock's gonna be. I have to think about that. Um, <laughs> you I don't have the, to share a good shock. <laughs> the hard shock, I think, was definitely like taxes, and like what a timely topic. <laughs> but mm. right, like, today. I yeah today um the just like. You get like all of the accounting knowledge in college, and like, you know, all of the like, fi- I'm putting finance in air quotes, finance knowledge, right? Because like you take all of those classes, and like they talk to you briefly about like, you know, advertisement and all of these other things, but like actually putting it to use. So, like, generally putting it to use, I would say, is was like a, a, not a bad shock, but just something maybe the good shock is like, oh, this is like so much more i i guess I would say difficult, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit to like kind of put that to you like actually doing the stuff like mm-hmm. um you know, I mean, and when i i mean when I was in college <laughs> in from twenty eleven to twenty fifteen or whatever it was, like um like social media really wasn't a thing so like you didn't really learn a lot about that and I've never been the type of person who liked to post a lot of things like my cringy posts from high school sure yeah those are (laughs) great but like like business what you know things that you wanted people to like comment on or like things that you wanted people to interact with like that's a really hard concept for me like that's Mm -hmm. really difficult um but like taxes too like making sure that I'm keeping track of everything and like Mm. expense the hard thing for me is that like expenses can be things that you don't spend business money on and I'm putting business money in air quotes like that concept to me because I'm a very like linear like this is my money. This is what I spend it on. Like, you know, like this is that. It That was hard for me to kind of like wrap my head around like, oh, even though I didn't use like Pop Loft funds to buy this, like I'm still using it for the business. So like that can be part of what I, Mm -hmm. you know, submit for my taxes. My sister-in-law is like on it with that stuff. She was a huge resource. And I'm just like, I almost feel like dumb because I – Like, that wasn't something that I learned, right? Mm -hmm. Like, in college, that's not something that we talked about. And so I just thought it was so straightforward, but sometimes it's not, (laughs) you know? Sometimes it's harder than that, and I think that that was really, really difficult for me and will continue to be difficult for me until I hopefully get it nailed
0: down. Oh, yeah. I just – it's the worst. It's easily the worst part, but I just saw a meme the other day that was like, Wow! Thank you so much for teaching us parallelograms. Yeah, was really I, helpful. I've this done that on my letter board. Season. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did a letterboard with that because I love it. <laughs> well, and not even just uh, federal taxes, but state taxes and and sales tax. Like all of it is just so. And I always put it off to the very last minute. Like I was like, "Ooh, it's sales tax time! I got to get on and <laughs> do sales tax." But um, yeah, I agree. It's it that is a big that's a big shock and even like not even how to do taxes i think it's a shock to people that they even have to pay taxes in that beginning um season because g- technically it's a hobby for a good while however like you still have to report that income of like course. you still have to say like i i made <laughs> x amount and i think people don't realize that and i know sales tax was like i want to say i was probably 2 years in before i even realized i had to have like a sales tax certificate and be charging sales tax. Cause I was like, I'm only online, but in, and only on Etsy, but I was, I just didn't do my research for that. And, um, so that was a big shock to me too, <laughs> for sure. Okay. And then, um, did you have a good shock? I mean, I would probably say how busy you are. Yeah.
1: Busy's great. Busy's yeah. great. Um, yeah, I I think figuring out like my schedule and how to like, you know, coordinate all of that stuff with my kids and, you know, their mm-hmm. extracurriculars and everything that we do as, you know, as a family and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, it's good to be busy. I like being busy. I think probably this took off in a time where I was kind of getting maybe a little bit too comfortable (laughs) in like what I was doing because my husband and I have always been very like, we always have something going on. Right. Like that's just how, how it's been. And um, so like the, the busy is good. I think that's the, I think that that you're right, uh, Christina, that that would be the good shock is that like the busy, but having to, coordinate and like prioritize your family is also difficult Mm -hmm. you know yeah like making sure that you have time for your kids and time for your husband or your wife or your you know your spouse or whatever and like just making sure that all of those things line up in a way that everybody's happy I think that that's something that moms and dads can definitely relate to
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think it's kind of like a blessing and a curse cuz we love what we do, but it's so hard to stop then cuz I think and mm-hmm. I don't mean to generalize this for everybody, but I feel like a lot of 9 to 5 jobs people just like go and then they're excited to go home and that's it. And then when you're you own your small business and you love it, it's hard to like stop doing it and then mm-hmm. it becomes all tangled with family time and that's the good thing is that you can like create your own schedule but then where are you setting boundaries in your schedule like that's what I struggle mm-hmm, yeah. with where I feel like I kind of feel like I'm always working but I love it but I like where it, there's not like a start and end which can be hard mm-hmm. to it feels kind of disorienting I guess yeah yeah yeah, I remember back when I first started and I think back and just like how how did that happen? Like just how did I actually fit everything in because like you it was just like very busy and um which again was a great thing but figuring out I feel like my husband got put on the back burner a lot um which he's you know, he was in his 30s and can understand like what like a bigger picture on like my kids, right? Like he's like I get it like This is worth it. Um, But I do – like I wish I had the tools at that point to be able to – I feel like – how do I put this? I feel like at the time it was like I have to say yes to this order because – like I'm new and like this is how I prove myself and this is like how I continue like getting that word of mouth and stuff but I wish at the time I would have known like it's okay to say like shut off your shop or it's okay to to say like actually I'm not gonna work on Thursdays the the orders will just be out a day late or whatever I wish I I knew to do that but obviously that's why we're here right we're learning things as we go Um, but I just think you're doing so great and I think it's so awesome. with how far you've come and just like I feel like talking to you it feels like okay what's the next right step for me and like you're not even at the point where you're like the next right step is quitting my full-time job you're not quite there but you like know like the next right step is for me to have a workshop and have work away from home like I just love hearing like you're very confident in it and I think that's so good but before you go um I wrote down a question what did you learn in school that you are using that you can now share with us in the audience. Oh, boy. Ooh, that's a good one, too. That's hard. <laughs> You're like the question wizard. Yeah. It's I- because with my ADD, when I write notes during <laughs> these, I actually am like, I don't. Okay, because sometimes I'll just talk out of turn because I, it, if, it, if I don't say it, I'm afraid it'll lose be lost my mm-hmm. my thought. And yes. so when we do these interviews, I write them down on the notebook because then I can fully listen, but I've already written down like something that I won't lose. So, I feel like I need to just do that in real life, like when people are talking, <laughs> to just carry around your notebook. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah.
1: Can it just be a skill because I feel like my like what I thought was going to be a throwaway like let me remind you how to use Excel class was going so like good. that i use so much like so much and i don't even like
0: know how to use like half of excel i know but me what too I, do, I always have to like google like how do yes. you create a s- function yeah. <laughs> i I'm wish i like, paid attention in excel classes <laughs> yeah
1: the stuff that i do use i feel like i i use constantly in that program and or like in sheets or whatever, you know, whatever you use, they're all basically the same. But like, that would be probably the skill that I have, like, honed and continued to hone in this process is like stinking Excel. Like, I guess <laughs> don't write that off because
0: it's yeah. been so helpful. <laughs> I don't think I I've do love an me Excel- spreadsheets. <laughs> yes. yes, you do. I don't think I've taken an Excel uh, course since my senior year of high school, which was 2006. So <laughs> imagine how it's changed. But like my husband, he he works in software, and so he uses Excel all the time. And he's always like, "Just do Control Y or whatever." Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. know all of that. Oh uh, yes, but I like that. Excel. Learn your learn your Excel and Google 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 sheets information if you need <laughs> yes. help. it's the most helpful well sam we so appreciate you coming on and we're so glad to to talk with you and meet you i this is for the first time i'm quote unquote meeting you face to face so <laughs> um we just thank you for sharing your like real like you're you're in it you're in the beginning and i think that that will inspire a ton of people um to to make the jump Yeah, and congratulations for how far you've come. Thank you. That's huge. I mean, it's not even close to a year yet. That's pretty Uh -uh. awesome. Yeah. yeah,
1: thank you guys. I'm I was so happy to be on. I'm such a fangirl. I always said that at the beginning, <laughs> but like I really am. I hope oh, it's not like that. in a creepy
0: way. But no, I, know, I <laughs> love that. I love things I all creepy like that. So <laughs> yeah. it's right up my alley. <laughs> and um I okay, so you're you're in the Champaign, Urbana area of Illinois. So how if people live in that area, what to what area do you serve? Um
1: about well, I'm in Paxton, so like which is about 30 miles north of champaign urbana um i i mean i think i've got bookings like all the way to like bloomington um i've got stuff in like mantino um and then even down um like monticello um so i would say like an hour to hour and a half ish away like radius from me kind of is a good way to describe it Mm -hmm. um
0: um, You know, Muhammad, that kind of area, but and th- um, and this is in the state of Illinois. For sure Illinois, <laughs> that, that doesn't know where Jenny lives. When she said she no. lives an hour and a half, um, my one of my very well, she is my best friend. Her husband's family's from Mantino, so oh, fun! I'm, it's a small town, but I know it. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, and we hope to talk to. Well, we need to bring you on at the year mark. And, Ooh, okay. and talk to yeah. you about what what's new and going on. Then, so we yeah, to talk and to you good then. luck with moving into your place. Thank yes. you, Thank you welcome. guys. Talk to bye. you soon. Okay, bye. All right, that was great. I love that, it. Jenny. Do you remember like when she first reached out to us and was just like, "Hey, I just opened my business this month. Just discovered. Yeah, you guys. I think she had just like launched her Instagram or something." Or yeah, say, uh, yeah, because she had said like I'm I'm getting my Instagram up. I I forget. Well, but, yeah. and I wish I and would have like, asked how? how. I wish I would have asked how she found us because I remember saying she was il- in Illinois, so I just assumed she lived close to the Aurora, Batavia area. You know, and a lot of people up there um, listen to us. But that's so crazy that she found us. You know, and 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 I would assume word of mouth isn't that close to you up there. So I that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for her. And she really, it, like, she has the best personality to be in, um, like, the, what is it? Not the party, party industry. At, <laughs> I don't os- know. Os- is no, it hospitality? I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll but just yes, say it's hospitality. They're, what they're going to provide. Their area is so cool and needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that. And I didn't tell her this because I know she's still like discovering everything. But I'm like, you are the only person in that area who does it. So you can charge as much as you want to. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's not like demand is high. Yes. She's really good at figuring that out. I wish I was better at that because I had to do a mm-hmm. few price adjustments oh, in yeah. my time. But I mean, yeah, yeah, you best. just listened to me two weeks ago being like, oh, I need to adjust my prices <laughs> after our pricing episode. I'm trying to think. I love that. I think I feel like she's. Well, did Susie major in business or was did she major in communications? Journalism. Journalism. I was like, I think she might be the first business major we've had on, or because Miranda was marketing. Mm -hmm. But that's like like, business. There you go. Miranda came up again. Miranda. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's well, it's just such a good reminder that. All the ways work. Like you can go to business school and it can be mm-hmm. helpful. You cannot go to business school and later in life decide that is your route and everything is figure outable. Yeah. So well, that was great. And and if you are also a brand new business, reach out to us. That was so fun that she did. And we would love to get to know you and talk to you. So um let us know. And um as always. This is why we're here, because it's just better to never do small business alone. We're better together. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at, at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.